change comes from within. But many of us don't know where to find the information or guidance we need to make the changes that bring about the improvement. Most of us don't know how to work within. Listen Thursdays at noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Empowerment. It's time for Done Being Single with your hosts, Trevor and Robbie Sharp. If you're dating the same type over and over again, making the same mistakes and not finding love, then you're not done being single. What you need is some tough love dating intervention, Trevor and Robbie style. Whether you're new to dating or have been dating forever, we've got you covered. Now, here are your hosts, Trevor and Robbie Sharp. <laughs> What? No crying on this show. God, stop well, you know, it. Laughter, laughter and laughter crying is kind laughter. of oh, more Come on. Oh. Because you okay. know what? what? We have no uh, option. What's the alternative? Um, well, there's... Uh... There's gas, okay, there's, which is always that's, funny, that's always and that funny. will always snap you out of any kind of depression. You okay. may have people, gas, right, so... farting, flatulence. Wow. Welcome to my world. Huh. That's what I married. That's all right. <laughs> a human comedy factory. Well, Oops, I mean a, l- gas factory. A, little, a little bit of a little bit of all of that, but uh, how are you this morning, Lovey? I am great. I okay. am uh, you keep me laughing. Well, we keep even each other even through the, you know, the wow. tough times. Well, we had some help last night. We did. And uh, wow, that we are still kind of quelling in the mm-hmm. afterglow of uh, an incredible show that we saw of our guest that will be on later. And uh, we just can't rave enough about him and his act and yep. his ability to laugh it out, laugh, laugh it off. And he's the master. He is. He's the love master. <laughs> and he's also, he knows firsthand that laughter is the best medicine. And he practices what he preaches, he does. and so he do walks we. That walk. And that's what the episode is all about. Because whether you're single or not, if you don't have a sense of humor, you are SOL. It is so about true about life because we live in a in a very serious world right now, and I don't want to even get serious for a second. But the truth is that we have to be able to see humor in almost everything in order just to cope and get through it. And I think that's what humans have done throughout the ages, Yeah. I think. Yeah, so hopefully by the end of the hour, we're going to help you find your way out of darkness, out of the pit of despair, <laughs> by laughter. And hopefully you're not there to begin with, but uh, we've been there. Robbie and I have been there plenty of times. Been and where? I, in the pit of despair. Oh, I, Okay. I also mean the pit of your armpit. Oh, well, Jesus, baby, come on. And that is no laughing matter. <laughs> Did I tell you we're really only 10 years old over here at, at Done Being Single? That's my nickname. That, that is, is my nickname true. for Robbie. He's 10 no. year old Robbie. Well, sometimes I am. Like, A lot you are. Well, so, anyway, so let's any- talk about. <laughs> About you know the the being in a you know dark place and oh, which I, you know you and I have been in we continue listen it's life and uh, if I didn't have a sense of humor I don't know I wouldn't it's you know humor saves the day mm-hmm. and yeah. and it's really important that and we're going to give you some tips at the end of the show as it pertains to dating because I mean look. 
you know, we can't talk for your every day. Well, we can because you know what? We've been through just about everything, right? Well, We've no, been through um, sickness. Oh, not with us, okay? Some fa- yes. family stuff. Certainly. Professional stuff. Life stuff. Romantic. Mm-hmm. Pr- okay? Mm-hmm. Like, who hasn't? And and we were single for many, many years. So we kind of got the whole um, self-healing thing down pretty good. I don't know about you, but I do. Well, it's, there's a, a path you take when you're confronted with some seriousness. And you can... Uh, you can match it with seriousness and then you can try to temper it with some humor at times and I think that there is an appropriate time and place for good humor uh, bad humor uh, and uh, sick humor and all those things and uh, I kind of love them all how do you how do you stay in the funny when life sucks Uh, is that rhetorical yeah, go ahead. I, I think no. I, I think that you, funny is what funny does, and funny presents itself constantly around us. And I think uh, it it takes maturity to not make a joke at times. And I was a class clown, and I'm sure when we get with Craig, we can talk about that because I have a feeling he may have been as well. But I was a a class clown, and I would go for the joke even at the expense of me being. Uh, Put in detention, kept after school, getting kicked out of Hebrew school. Can I do school. that to you? Can I still do that to you? Yes. I'd like to put you in detention sometimes. No, you wouldn't. Yes, I would. What? Yes, I would. Why? Because uh, you're annoying sometimes. <laughs> uh, well, that's not, you know, that's annoying is in the eyes of the In the lo- most lovable way. No, I don't want to put you in detention. Well, no. Uh, no, but it's, uh, I think that... Uh, I don't know why I kind of, I think it was growing up in the household I was with two older sisters and my mom, my dad, and uh, it was fun to be entertaining to them and fun to make jokes and talk about things. And uh, my father was always very funny and very big with physical humor. And uh, he is funny. He's still he's very hilarious. funny. Yes, he still is. Very funny. Love very him. fast. Ninety-seven. And, very sharp. Yep. And, and so, you know, and my family too, very funny. Yes. That everybody. Huge sense of humor. Yeah. And it may be about being brought up around show business a little bit, which uh, your family was. And I don't know. Um, I think that, I think it, it it. I don't know. I think it's a little um, hereditary, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, all I know is that thank God for it and um, can't lose it, especially, again, dating. You can't take it so damn seriously. You just, you exactly. You can't. No, you, you can't. You can't. And people are listening to our podcast because they are single, mm-hmm. and uh, they get people can get very, very serious about their single life and mm-hmm. their dating life. And it's like do or die. It's life or death. It's can it, and it just cannot be. It just shouldn't be. Although, I, you know, I'd be lying if I said it wasn't for me. Sometimes, at times, it was like uh, stakes were so high at times. Like, I had to I had to make it work, you know. I've always felt like, this this one has to work. If it doesn't work, I'm a big, fat failure. No, no, no. So, but... And because, I, because it took so long, you know. No. Just with each one, it just took so long. Uh, and <clears throat> and uh, wow, there was so much room for self-loathing. 
Well, didn't you feel that way, Mr. Perfect? No, hardly. Of course you didn't. No, I did not. But I think, you know, know, I'm starting to think that seriously, you are perfect. No, no, no. Seriously. But here, uh, okay. Like you just no. loved being single. You had no I problems. Sometimes crave you that. You were just feeling. like, you know, I, I grooving. Did, I was not looking to get married. You never I had just broken. Not yeah. You hit tennis balls. That was oh, your big please. relief. Your big release when you had your heart broken is you went and you hit tennis I, it balls. Wasn't, well, okay. It's better than you. Somebody Why? hit my balls. But I think that I think the thing here is that, um, you know, humor is something that is so important to find in a partner if you enjoy laughing and who doesn't. And I think that that is my question for you is. Was humor a very important uh, characteristic in a person that you were dating? Did you have to have Laughs oh, oh, and yeah, hello. Humor. Yes, I mean, I couldn't go out with a dull person. Right. I'm, I mean, that's a given. Um, you know, and and I I met you. It was like the mother load of <laughs> anti dullness. It was never a dull moment with you. And so, but I'm not even talking about your. T- <laughs> if you notice people, I am not reacting to the. To the flatulence, because you know what, I live with it, and it's it's like I've I've become immune to it. No, uh, no. Um. So, get it all out now, it's, baby. Get I, your I, sound you know, effects out now, because this is the humor episode. These aren't sound effects. Okay. Okay. So, where was I? I yeah. I'm not talking you're... about your partner. I'm talking about getting to the partner. How about just getting? How about just finding? Laughter can what make about you all the look past something that you would not normally like in somebody. If this person was not attractive or had a job you weren't, you know, pleased with, but he was hilarious, uh, that would score some points with you, I think, right? Of course. Why okay. do you why do you think Woody Allen is so sexy? Well, I don't find him to be sexy, but I think that he's just, you know, so but there's something and, yeah, very sexy about a funny guy. Okay. Okay. So, but I'm not. I mean, yes. I think people have to overlook the the looks, and and guys, you know, that's I'm talking to you. I'm talking to you mm-hmm. too, women. Forget, you know, the looks only last goes so far. If you really want something sustainable, get with a funny person. Get with someone who makes you laugh. But I'm not getting there and, yet. And I'm even getting, in the even in the bedroom. We laugh. Yes. We have more fun in the bedroom when we are making love and you know enjoying each other. And, yeah, it's but a, you, it's you a have a tough much. time with that because you can't. No, no, I you, don't. You don't, I don't like, want laughs in the bedroom. No, you, not, but it's, it's not really are, funny. Uh, <laughs> it's serious, <laughs> serious fucking business in there. You, you you tend to make it that way, but it's not. It's not. It doesn't get me in the mood. It. It takes it. I, you know what? If I wanted laughs in the bedroom, I would. I'd have Henny Youngman. I'd be having sex with Henny Youngman, okay. which I think I, I am sometimes. That. Well, <laughs> but no, um, okay. I. What about? I'm talking about getting through life's miseries, and and some and dating is miserable for some people, and I get that. I get it. How do you not take it so seriously? How do you lighten up? How do you keep it light? How do you not get your knickers in a knot okay. or your panties in a bunch? Well, 
nip it in the bud. Yes. So let's talk about our... But you're not answering my question. <laughs> How do you not get your knickers in a bunch? Yeah. You have to laugh. You have to roll with it, find the humor in it, and hopefully your partner... Uh, responds favorably, and that's how it grows so it can become. Wrong answer. I mean, no, the right answer. But, okay. So, you get where we're going here, everybody. This is the this is the topic today. Well, I don't know if we're a very good warm-up act for our guests. We're kind of not. We're we're probably sucking right now, but I think that it's a... Stop with the joke. Yeah. Oh, we're not having even started yet. No, but. I think we're funny. I think we're a perfect warm up for we, Craig. It, it, okay. It, we're we are we're lubricating. We're smooth. We're getting it. You know, all lubed up all for right, him to well, come are, on in. Yeah. This is a enter, nice play, and we are going to get into it with Craig because Craig is just a, a potpourri of everything that you could ever imagine that is funny. Yeah. So, so, okay. We're going to take a break. We are. And we're going to come back with Craig Shoemaker. Right on. Be right back. Now, back to done being single with dating badasses, Trevor and Robbie Sharp. Yeah. Sure. I just realized <laughs> I, I, I referenced Henny Youngman. Does that, is that aging me? Not Does at anybody all. know who Henny Why Youngman would, is? Uh, I mean... Okay, but come on, that's just, that's we how old we are. I, I, he's a, oh he's a little bit God. before my time, but but Penny and so Rodney funny. And, uh, but okay, so all. speaking of funny, uh, we're going to introduce our my old dear friend and I guess former client too, because wow. I don't, I sort of used to yeah. represent him when I worked at my mother's talent agency, Commercials Unlimited. Uh, Craig Shoemaker. Let me tell you a little bit about Craig. He, uh, his show business career spans over three decades as a stand-up comedian, actor, author, writer, and producer. He was named Comedian of the Year at the American Comedy Awards on ABC and has garnered two Emmys. His 90-minute stand-up special, Datitude, aired on Showtime Network and was on the front page of Netflix for several months. Recently, he co-starred as Bandit in the critically acclaimed movie, Middleman and has recurred as the character Wilson Gromling on NBC's Park, Parks and Recreation. His movie, The Love Master, won the L.A. Independent Film Festival. His best-selling book, Love Mastered, A Digital Journey to Love and Happiness, mm-hmm. is critically acclaimed by the likes of Whoopi Goldberg and Dr. Drew Pinsky, inspiring readers worldwide in managing through personal difficulties Welcome, Craig. It's too bad we don't have any more time for the show after those credits. That was a amazing <laughs> that, recipe. That, that that's a mouthful. <laughs> that is a mouthful. But thanks for appearing. And, and here's your, that, that's wow. too old for your mother for a reference. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love that. I know, but he that, never goes out of style. Okay. Well, hopefully so, I created a new style for you last night at the show. Oh, yeah. You know, oh, my God. Can we talk about that? It because we, we are Craig still Life. in the afterglow of this show that we saw last night at the Ice House in Pasadena uh, with Craig. And he just started riffing on things. And I'm thinking, oh, my God. this! And he, it, I, I didn't know how much of it was new or part of the old act. But it, it was just – it just started rolling and this laughter started – happening and then you started referencing people in the audience and going back to them and and then your dna test came back there were so many bits that were uh just really funny brilliant 
Uh, and Go so you're, you're sort of a dual purpose for us today because uh, you fit really well into this, into our topic, because not only are you super funny and you do it for a living, you're also sort of a kind of a fuck up, kind of like, <laughs> like us, <laughs> like us. I mean, although you, you know, we failed, I, right? We are sort of in our many, many years of being single, um, trial and error, hit and miss, uh, you know, tr- uh fuck up and learn and and Craig just did it he did it but he did it a little bit more publicly and and so that's why you're so great for this episode today Craig yeah and and I'm I'm all about the laughter healing and especially in relationships I actually I believe exactly what you were talking about is the only thing that's going to sustain you listen you know those six minute abs uh turn into a you know a pot belly and uh, the hair starts to go. My wife says, oh, it's just thinning. I go, it's not thinning, it's leaving. It's not on slim fast for hair. <laughs> and it, it, it all goes, but the only thing that stays with you is your sense of humor. And I actually talk about that when I marry people. I'm an ordained minister. I marry them in ha-ha tremony. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's... <laughs> so that'll that's, keep you going. That we... Well, we uh, we also had a uh, ordained uh, rabbi who uh, married us, who's also a stand-up comic. Well, now he's laying down. <laughs> Poor guy. The late, the late Gary Shapiro. Yes, Gary Shapiro married us a couple years ago, and we, uh, boy, we miss Gary. But uh, sorry, boy, this brings it down. Uh, but well, that's why you got to laugh. You got to laugh. I'm saying and you got to keep it laughing. Keep them laughing. So, Craig. So I took notes last everybody night. Everybody goes, and you know what? We had my my best friend passed away, who was the inspiration for Laughter Heals, our organization. And when he passed away, we didn't have a funeral. We had a funeral, and we actually roasted him. <laughs> it oh, that's was great. We just, I thought Dean Martin should have been around for what we did to him. And uh, guess what? We celebrated that way and celebrated his life because he would have it no other way. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Hi, I'm Sam Nussbaum, WellPoint's Chief Medical Officer. We proudly support the March of Dimes mission to improve the health of babies and fight premature birth. We're helping the March of Dimes fund breakthroughs in research and community programs that help more moms have full-term pregnancies and healthy babies. Join us in working together to provide children with a healthier start in life. Visit marchofdimes.org. Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog, Press Pass? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective. Plus, topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite host. It's just a click away at VAPressPass.com. That's VAPressPass.com. VA Press Pass by Voice America. All access, all the time. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. You're listening to Done Being Single with dating interventionists Trevor and Robbie Sharp. If you've got a question, a dilemma, or dating nightmare you want to share... 
Call us today at 888-346-9141. That's 888-346-9141. You can also reach us by email, Trevor and Robbie at DunbeanSingle.com. And now, back to Dunbean Single with dating badasses Trevor and Robbie Sharp. All right. Well, we had a little technical difficulties, but yeah, we are little, back. War, and uh, Craig, are you there still? Thank. I hope. I am here. Okay, great. Uh, Thank you, God. <laughs> Sorry about that. Uh, so I guess, uh, okay. I guess we'll have to laugh that off that we got cut off. But, you uh, know, you got to laugh that off as well, which it, it just happens. You know, the internet is. A I, fun I thing. love the theme, and I love. I love that Trevor is always. She's always enjoyed people. That's actually how we met was through laughter. Right, right. Trevor? Mm-hmm. That is right. Tell I us. actually, I thought you were, we, we we met at a coffee shop. I thought you guys were part of like an AA group um, that meet that was meeting regularly at this coffee shop in the morning. I just assumed that you were, maybe you are, I don't know, but that's, uh, but I, I recognized you and I walked over to you and I, because I, I was working at, as an agent at the time and. We had just seen you in, in Vegas, and you were hilarious. She leaves out the part about we were all sitting there drooling and looking at this vision across the way, going, oh, my God, what I would do if she would talk to me. She walks over and goes, hey, are you Craig Shoemaker? And, and I was like, I'm on, I'm on, I'm on. And they, they, she had just seen me with her mom in uh, Vegas. I did a Showtime special with Tim Allen, their client, and then I became their client the next day. Wow. Pretty cool. That's very, very cool. cool. See, but the other I part didn't happen. You know, the, uh, the, the longing. That, <laughs> like, <laughs> they, they, women always say they want a sense of humor, but I've never seen them in the front row of my comedy shows throwing panties at me. Like, tell another joke, comedy boy. Oh, talk about being, <laughs> being cheap. You're making me moist. <laughs> it doesn't happen. And, 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 the, and the cover of People magazine, the sexiest man alive is never carrot top of the Wayans brothers. So I'm not so sure about this <laughs> laughter is what women are looking for. So are you saying that comedy didn't help in getting you laid throughout your single life? Uh, uh, you know, now and then, I think, you know, once they went through an actor or a rock star or an athlete, uh, you know, we're there. We're, we're like <laughs> proletariats of entertainment. I think it's it's a great uh, thing to have when all else fails when you don't have much you got your humor and i'm telling you that is a turn on and uh it's and lucky for you craig you're actually you're good looking and you're funny so you got sort of you know the double the double whammy for people who don't know what you look like go google them after the show but too bad go to my show go to go go to go to his show yeah and and you can judge yourself I'm, i'm falling apart well, and I was so impressed with, you know, how not only you're a handsome guy, but how you are able to contort your face to become something that was a little otherworldly at times last night. Uh, whether it was describing um, the street names in Hawaii or <laughs> adolescent <laughs> kids, uh, that it, you, you had that down. It was so funny. And, and I, I, we were just laughing this morning, you know, went to bed laughing and woke yeah, up I- laughing. I've okay. got that rubber face, but that doesn't really work in the bedroom. There's no woman that wants to be uh, banged as Barney Fife. You know? it, Come it on, depends. take it all there, bitch. Back up. <laughs> Look out for that headboard. There's no, there's no women that go, oh, boy, that turns me on. Well, uh, maybe Mar- Maribel. What was her name? And What was, it? What was uh, oh. Barney's girlfriend in 
Mayberry. Aunt B? Oh, Thelma Lou. Oh, Thelma Lou. Thelma Lou. She, she always liked Aunt B. I don't think you they kissed I... the entire time, though. <laughs> Not shown. Everybody was a bachelor except for the drunk. Otis the drunk was the only one who was married. <laughs> I don't know what that tells you. <laughs> um, speaking of facial ticks, I this brings back a memory. I have a, a girlfriend who was dating a guy who was great, everything on paper, but he made he had this weird lip twitch when they'd have sex, and it was so distracting for her she couldn't take it. And oh, jeez, yeah, it's, I mean, yeah, he, it, like it's really bad. Yeah, but I, I don't but know. I, maybe I, that is that I too hard. I love the theme of the. I love the theme of the show though because you're talking about going through despair. I, I went through that as a child, and the only thing that did uh, rescue us was uh, some giggles and guffaws. And you heard from my act last night. I, my mom. She was single, and I'd always try to fix her up with guys, and mostly funny guys. Like, I wrote letters to Paul Lynn, the center square, <laughs> Uncle Arthur, and Bewitched. He'd make us laugh, and um, I didn't realize that he was a confirmed bachelor for a whole other reason. But uh, I wrote him letters anyway and put my mom's photo of her belly dancing in there and hoped for the best <laughs> that he would write me back. And uh, But uh, I was, I, as a kid... You know, I just really wanted my mom to be married. I'd write a lot of letters to people, single guys. Uh, baseball cards, I didn't care what they hit. I looked for marital status on the back of the baseball card. <laughs> I just sold, but they're not very funny, the athletes. I did have one cool story, though. I, I wrote to this guy, Tim McCarver. I said, sure. look, Mom, this guy's single. He's a catcher for the Phillies, and I'm, I'm a pitcher. He could be my stepdad and teach me how to pitch in the backyard. And I wrote him a letter, and... uh <laughs> he never wrote me back, but some things come full circle. Uh, I got to know his uh, buddy, uh, uh, Joe Buck, his broadcast partner for years. And next time I saw, saw Joe Buck, he handed me a ball signed by Tim McCarver. And it said, Dear Craig, time to grow up. Dear son, time to grow up. Love, Dad. Wow. I finally got my dad. I never met him still, but just like my real dad. Oh, boy. That's that's. So sad. <laughs> that is, that's sad. Well, uh, I, I make I make fun because you only have fun left. I mean, you can't be right. living in sorrow and sadness all the time, and you kind of got to twist things around and 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 turn them into something fun. Where you know the laughter and joy it energizes us and it brings us into a positive frame of mind. And I think that's the way to go. Oh, geez, my four year old's breaking into the door right now. I have to tell her I'm on an important show. That's- <laughs> Hold on. Don't lie to her. Don't lie to him. Uh, but uh, when did you realize oh, that she just handed me a were... flower and her crown? Isn't that nice, honey? I'm on. I'm on. A, I'm on the phone. But okay, sweetie, I love you. All right. Uh, <laughs> oh, you want the crown, Craig? When crown. did you realize that you were funny? <laughs> when was it? At, at what age? I realized I was funny. Yeah. I um I made the teacher laugh in fourth grade, Mrs. Stout. And uh, I told a story. That's that's when I really got the true stories are the best. Only the truth is funny. And I made her laugh, and it was a terrible kind of story about my mom beating me. <laughs> so anyway, and she laughed, but I was such a big mouth. She locked me in the closet for a whole day. Imagine this going on today. With uh, She tied my hands behind my back with blue yarn and made me sit on a box for a whole day. So it wasn't a good debut in comedy, but uh, I still love the laughs. And you found that it was... You found that you love to be tied up, <laughs> I guess. <right? laughs> also helped. Out of it. But you, 
You, you, might, you, if you take out some blue yarn, I'm yours. <laughs> <laughs> but you also found that it, it was uh, beneficial in meeting girls, breaking the ice. Well, getting, uh, yeah, getting attention and, you know, because it is an icebreaker. It's, it's, you know, everybody can have the, uh, the looks be an icebreaker and all that and the suave moves. But if you, if you do something humble, I have an acronym for laugh. It's love, acceptance, understanding, gratitude, and humility. Oh. That's the acronym for laugh. And humility is just so important that we have it and remain humble and laugh at one another and and our mistakes and our fallings and our rumblings and stumblings and fumblings. That's the stuff that we identify with. And that's what, that's a great thing in human condition. I also happen to think the human condition is attractive and that, um, that there's something kind of wonderful and attractive and compelling about someone who's had some pain in their life. It makes them, it gives you, uh, unlike most people that don't want to, uh, accept it or acknowledge it i think that it gives people depth and character which ultimately makes them very attractive so well if you're willing to grow through it uh, that's what i the g in laugh is for grateful be be grateful to it i almost wish people bad luck because they're only going to learn from that they don't learn from the good luck you know you're you're Mm -hmm. you learn the most if you're willing to transform and, and grow through that pain and through those obstacles of life, that's that's what makes it best. That's when you're the most balanced. It, uh, too many people live in the image conscious world of what it looks like, and I came from that. Actually, I came from oh my god. As a matter of fact, my you know my mom is you know she still doesn't speak to me because <laughs> you know it's like everything's about the image. You know, I, I say that she belly danced my high school graduation party, and she really did. Uh, but she doesn't like anyone hearing that, and uh, so you should have thought of that <laughs> at the time. But uh, you know, it, a lot of people live like that, and they live in misery because of it. Because if you're just after your your self image of what things look like, you know, you're you're going to be sad for the rest of your life. Yes. How do you, uh, you know, let's say people that are listening uh, are not naturally funny, and they may respond well to humor, but uh, they want to be funny. They want to be able to share a joke, but they just aren't good at delivering it. What is there any advice you can give guys that are uh, maybe too dry, but would like to, you know, be a little bit more uh, gregarious and outgoing in a humorous way? Is there is there advice for that? Well, yeah, you don't have to tell jokes. You have to just seek the joy, and you know we're supposed to pursue happiness in this country and. So whatever way that's the thing is laughter or comedy is very subjective. I mean, what makes you laugh doesn't make me laugh and vice versa. And I remember Patch Adams, the movie, you know, he, he, you know, he shows up in the hospital room with a clown outfit. That doesn't make me laugh. I'd be pulling the plug. <laughs> I'd want to die <laughs> if I came in with that outfit. So it's not my thing. But, the act, but however you access the laughter, which is done, if you, bre- it's, you have to break down your fears. And it's like the fear of looking bad. If you, if you take that away, now you're left with yourself and your authentic self, and then, then you will find these moments, and they're easy, easily accessible if you take those, uh, like I said, the image consciousness out of it and, and, and the fear and the doubt and the worry and what it looks like. If you, if you remove that, you're left with self, and, and that's going to connect with someone else if you're looking for a relationship. 
that's the connection that you want. You don't want the, you know, when your people read books, that's phony. Uh, you know, how to meet a guy, how to land a, a girl, all that kind of stuff. That's someone else's version of it, mm-hmm. on how to do that. But you're you're not being yourself, are you? So you really want to read a book on you know how you can remove these barriers so you can show up fully in a relationship. Yeah, I, I make agree. It, make I, sense. I, Yes, I would say that there's nothing more endearing or appealing about someone who can laugh at themselves. Mm-hmm. And and even if they're not naturally funny, I mean not everybody is Craig Shoemaker and you don't have to be, but if you have if you can be self-deprecating and laugh at yourself and roll with the punches, that is endear- endearing. It's ultimately yeah, kind of it's adorable. You can sh- self-deprecating shit on yourself. People love it. <laughs> 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 it, may, it, it makes you one of them. I mean, so oh my God. It's, okay. it's, uh, it, it, you don't have to. I mean, I, I wasn't born funny. No one is really born funny, but you are born with a natural flow and just stop impeding that flow and allow life to happen. And, and don't, and don't get in your own way and surrender these ideas that you have about life. Look, we're taught right away. We laugh. Kids laugh 150 times a day on average, and adults laugh 15 to 20 on average. Now, what happened to that was we started, people started to prevent us from laughing. They said, wipe that smile off your face. What are you laughing at? So those are the indications. You know, sit down, shut up, (laughs) get in line. And uh, it doesn't make any sense, but that's what happens. We're conditioned that way. So I'm about reconditioning, recondition. And once that happens, the laughter and joy and things like that they just evolve naturally it's organic and and if you just have that as your base you're going to find love for the rest of your life like you guys did and i have it as well i mean uh, i'm just i'm thrilled Uh, by the way if anybody out there is interested in having children i can't tell you how many children have been conceived after my comedy shows (laughs) (laughs) i all these I, i had someone send me a photo of a child that was conceived in the parking lot of the brea improv and the kid had this big laughing face so uh yeah if you come you're the new you're the new viagra what's that you're the new viagra the new Viagra, but also yeah. the women up. But, you know, if you're trying to have a child again, you're blocking your, your circulatory system and whatever it is that goes on down there. So I've advised this to people, and all these people give me credit for for having children now. They, every guy tries to go, I do this character, the love master, and every guy tries to do it, which is hysterical. And the women laugh, and I guess things loosen up. And it even worked in my marriage. We wanted, I had three boys, and we wanted a girl. So I made my wife laugh, and we went into these positions that some book told us to go, you know, facing Mecca or whatever you're supposed to do, doggy style. <laughs> and we have little Chloe now. So there you go. Uh, are, do you ever uh, bring out the Love Master uh, with your wife? No, never. <laughs> you got you to gotta know when to hold them and when to fold them, and that, that's a fold. <laughs> That's not a winning hand right there. My wife doesn't want to hear me do the love master. Oh, uh, uh, you know, w- women do like the love master sometimes if if they don't think he's creepy. But uh, there are those who think so. My wife's probably in that camp. <laughs> so it's a character, and uh, you know, I don't do any characters with her. But she loves when I fall. That's that's her greatest sense of humor. Is, is when, that's why America's Home Videos is the longest lasting show on TV. It's, because every week a guy gets hit in the nuts. 
<laughs> ha ha ha! Give him ten grand, and we all laugh. Uh-huh. Sorry about that. We are something's going on in the is the it's moon Mercury void. Is, it, is that what it is? Yes. It, yes. All right. So this has got something. Okay, we didn't can really I ask talk a about question. That. Yes. I've been holding it, <laughs> just like Craig says mm-hmm. that women hold their gas for five years. Isn't that what you said, Craig? <laughs> what kind of gas do you want to get out, Trevor? Okay, I've been wanting to ask you, I keep trying to ask you about the rescuer. The, you said you were a rescuer. Can you explain that? And how did you break the pattern of your... Well, I have, the, I have the bit in my act about uh, about these patterns that we all have. And my pattern from day one, as I said before, writing letters to Tim McCarver and Paul Lynn as I wanted to rescue my mom from her sadness. And that's how I get into comedy. And that's how I get into my love life is I would find somebody. I mean, I, I went to strip clubs and I, oh, my God, I've got a much better life for you than this. And, and I and I won't roll up my 20s. Uh, so <laughs> I just I have this feeling inside of like that. I have the answer, you know, that I'm, you know, their conquering hero. And I wanted that. As that's what I considered love was that pat on the back with. You know, oh, you're so great, and I wouldn't be anywhere without you. And it's a failed premise, and that lasted a very long time. And I would be, I would find women that were even angry women that would, you know, bring back my past. It's almost like a comfort zone of being judged and, and criticized. And I keep kept repeating that until, and what was weird about it is authentically and deep down, I always wanted what I called hippie chicks, like real natural and don't uh you know don't have tons of makeup and because it's all that's all false that's a facade they're just naturally who they are and then finally i just removed that pattern i just stopped i said i hit a bottom on that with my divorce and because she was exactly that and um and now i'm in joy because we're centered in this kind of divineness which is just so essential in a marriage or a union or getting together with someone in a relationship, you've got to have that, that, that essence, that light that's always throughout. And you see that in the other person. So that's, that's been the key for me. Okay. Well, good for you. I gotta, I gotta give you a pat on the back because I was a little bit of a rescuer, rescuer, um, fixer myself. Yeah. And, uh, I, I made some of my dates into projects. Yeah, and absolutely. I had to break myself of that pattern because it wasn't getting me anywhere. It'd get them somewhere. And then I ended up, you know, I was back where I started from. And I realized it. Yeah, exactly. The, I'm sorry? Exactly. And, and you're, you're their project, you're making them into somebody that someone else then gets to play with the toy. Right. <laughs> and then just... they would go and <laughs> off and get married. So exactly. I get it, and it's really important for people listening, you guys, everybody, uh, you, you take a hard look at, at uh, the dynamic of your dating life. Take a hard look at the kinds of people you're attracting and the kinds of people that you are, um, you, that, that are compelling to you because it says so much about yourself. And, yeah. and ultimately, what you feel like you need to fix in other people is probably something you need to fix in yourself. Exactly. And they're all, everyone's a reflection of, of you. The one key, the mantra, if you will, when, when I got divorced, I said, that's it. I'm not doing this again. I, I really did get it. It was like a bottom, a, a drug addict hitting a bottom. Done, done with that Coke. And uh, so I just had one mantra, and it's all I want in someone is to see them 
see me for who I truly am and me, and therefore I will see them for who they truly are. So then when you're in an argument, uh, so many arguments are old and I, I would, I would like look around the room going, who are you talking to with my ex-wife? And he's like, that's not me, but she's responding to some, from, something from her father, or from her past. And it's projected onto me. So she's not seeing me for who I truly am. And I'm not seeing her for who she truly is either. And if that was the thing that got me, you know, attracted to my now wife, who was my friend at the time, but I wasn't seeing her in that way because I, I would only look for women that I could repair or they would, you know, those old patterns. And then she was a brand new pattern. And it's just, it was, it's amazing how it works because now if we're in a disagreement, we're truly looking into each other's soul. And, and that gets us, we hardly ever fight, which is another pattern that I had. <laughs> just, oh, that's, that's how you have a great relationship. And then you have makeup sex. These are the things that I was conditioned yeah. to think, and they're not true. They're just not true. You can have great sex without an argument. You don't have to break up to make up. Oh, that's a great, that would make a great song. Right, okay. You may but want to write I, that. Uh, I will, but we are going to, uh, Craig, Love what you're saying. And uh, when we come back, uh, we have to take a break, but when we come back, I want to talk about uh, the healing uh, nature of laughter. And uh, and then I've got my list. Okay, well, and you list. better give me time this time to do my list. You have time. All right, we'll be right back after this <laughs> And now back to Done Being Single with Married Couple and Dating Ass Kickers, Trevor and Robbie Scharf. All right, we are back with Craig Shoemaker. And Craig, right before the break, I, I wanted to ask you a question uh, about the healing properties of laughter because you see that yeah. firsthand. And uh, talk a little bit about that, please. Well, my, uh, my, my be- Trevor might remember this guy. My best friend, Michael Goldberg, uh, we bond through laughter just like anyone does. I mean, your best friends from childhood, and, and he's a Philly guy, and would always laugh. He wrote Cool Runnings and Little Giants. You know, he's a great comedy writer, and he directed the Love Master movie, my first movie. And as a matter of fact, his child was conceived during the filming of the movie. Uh, she was okay. born nine months later after he imitated the Love Master. So again, confirmed and affirmed that this is uh, this works. And then uh, a year and a half after she was born, he got brain cancer, and they gave him three months to live. And I, that's when I was inspired to say, ah, this comedy's not about me anymore. This is about you know, what's it doing for people? What kind of gift are we bringing when we do comedy and, and uh, make people grin and giggle and guffaw? So uh, we formed Laughter Heals, and we worked out of a cancer facility. He showed up for all of it. He kept laughing, came to comedy shows, and you know, just filled himself with comedy. And he lived 15 years past that prognosis of three wow. months. I got to see it firsthand, and I visited him in hospice at the end, and he was in a coma, and I said, geez, Gold, I don't know what to do. I don't even know if you know I'm here. He's just staring in the space, and I said, I don't know what to do. You're sitting there powerless. I said, you want me to jerk you off? <laughs> I said, I've never done anybody but my own. I'm really good with myself. You want me to give you a little toss-off? He came out of a coma, and he goes, <laughs> he, laughed, he laughed one more time. Oh, God, I love that. And he passed away a few days later. And, oh, jeez. Uh, you know, it was, just, it was just another example of really – we're, we all have the gift, by the way. It's just a matter of accessing it. And, and it told me, again, it, it, it's just stress is relieved when you laugh. Healing endorphins are released. Uh, yes. it, it, it's it, so true. It, and last night, oh I, you could just see that we were, there was a point of laughter that we, it kicked in. And everybody, you forget every trouble you have 
whatever yep. exists outside in the real it's, world. It's also, and it was just magical. You also, when you go see Craig's show, you you will get laid and you'll <laughs> sleep really well because I think it's also like there's an ambient okay. <clears throat> quality yeah, to I laughing because your endorphins, yeah. right? And I slept so well last night. Okay. Oh, I love that. That's great. And, you know, being around laughter is great, too. You know, the comedians that don't get too much of the drugs and alcohol, they live a long time. Just being around it, it shifts your consciousness. I think it's what the world needs now. We're so divided politically. No one knows what anyone's politics are sitting next to each other. When you're in union of laughter, you don't know because you're just in that space. You're creating a new space. You literally can't be depressed while you're laughing. So it's great for depression. It's, it's you're right. obviously it's a, it's a painkiller. You're not in pain when you're laughing. So, but it's just so underappreciated, and we're like pushed aside. The FCC stops us from you know making people laugh because they're all worried about cursing and things that the children are going to see. Meanwhile, what do they show the kids on TV? Rape, molestation, schoolyard shootings. You think I'm going to fuck them up with a fuck bomb? Yeah, we got no, a few more for you. A few not, more for you. I have this on in case. Shit, piss, fuck, cunt, cocksucker, motherfucker, tits, and then we added fart, turd, and twat. Okay, so Shit, piss, yeah, okay, so okay. no, nobody can say we don't do this. But uh, one of the things it I was very appreciative of last sense. night we're was that backwards. You, we're, we're, we're backwards in the country. You know, FDA passes right. every drug. We're addicted to these drugs, which detaches from self, and then we have doctors that are pushing them on us. What I say is. Push comedy on people. Like, show them a funny video. Like, that's the, that's the drug. Hey, look what I got here, man. Check out this YouTube video. This is okay. what, we, we do these laughter heels, uh, uh, laugh for life workshops. And I take people through guided laughitations. As a matter of fact, go to laughterheels.org and, you know, sign up and ask if you can go to one of our. It's fantastic. It just, it's amazing to see the shift in consciousness. Uh, we, have to, we, we have okay, to get we to, have to some Trevor's list or she's going to kill me and oh. you, Craig. Tips so, of the okay. week. Go. Okay, can we have oh, can well, we have the announcement, want, please? Oh yes, of I like course. To be, Tip of the week. Thank you. Tips. Okay, so recapping, in review. Here we go. This is I, these are some tips to help you keep your sense of humor while you're dating and or while you are single. And don't give me a dirty look. You hurry up. You. <laughs> number one. Okay, first and foremost, date people who make you laugh. That's a given. If you don't get at least a chuckle out of your first meeting, think twice about a second date. Number two. Not number two, literally, but number two. To take the edge off of dating and or being single. Seek out the company of people who make you laugh. Funny friends. People who make you smile. Keep your spirits up. The sole focus of your social life should not be dating. Okay? Number three. Get out of your damn head. Get out of your head. Life is serious enough without making it more. Stop. No, you stop that over there. No, number four. He's telling me the. Don't make lists. I love that one. Thank you. Wrap it up. (laughs) Number four. You two shut up. That's number four. Dating. Okay, listen. Dating is ridiculous. Okay. It is laugh worthy as much as it is cringeworthy. So keep your expectations low. Roll with the punches and you won't be devastated. All right. Number five, I think. Put a positive spin on it. Try to reframe dating, not as a necessary evil, although it is, but as an interesting experiment that will give you funny stories to tell, right? You know what? Fuck off. Um, number six, you guys are ruining my tips. Hold on, I hold, on hold on. Nice I, tips you got hold there. Hold on, I'm still on number. I'm still on number two. I'm, I'm, I'm on the toilet right now. Can you go now. back? <laughs> number six, 
fuck off, both of you. I'm telling Lash. you, I need to get a pen. I need to get a pen to write these yeah. down. These, okay, these, la- these, these are all so valuable. Okay. I'm, You're I'm, up. I'm okay. glad Lash- you took time from your guests to get this list out. Yeah, no, yeah. Okay, I want you to know. We have a world-class comedian. You're making a list. Yeah, I well, because this is our service. <laughs> service my ass. Let's go. Okay, laughter is the best medicine. But so is good weed. So if you're feeling like shit, do a little of both. And I promise you, you will get through because it got right. me through a lot. Okay. Thank you, um, Indica and Sativa, if you're listening. Uh, uh, number seven, the most important. Uh, are you ready? Above all, remember, the, remember this mantra. I'm going to look back on this and laugh one day. Repeat after me. Yes. I'm going to look back on this. Craig and, and I are saying this day. right now. Okay, I don't care yeah, how I'm, bad yeah, things I'm get. Saying this, I'm saying this about this interview. Yeah, we're not laughing yeah, now, too. but we will look Excuse back on this. Excuse me. I, this is the service I must provide for my listeners. Certainly. Okay? All right, so can we wrap I'm, it up? Because I'm, I'm going to be laughing about this the, 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 the day I left my family for an hour. Yeah, <laughs> to, you know, he'll to, never get that hour back. To get, a list, we, to get a list that she could Craig, text me. Thank you. Oh, <laughs> um, my God. Craig, thank you for. For you know, people living in my world in for, for a laughs. minute because they this tune was, in for yes, practical information, not for tips. lists, laughs. I, okay, you, these can are we tips. wrap it up, please? Because we have only a few seconds okay. to wrap it up. So, Craig, thank oh. you, thank you for last night, thank you for today. You're welcome. This has really been such a joy for us. Sorry for the technical difficulties, but uh, no problem. Happens. I'm glad you're spreading the message the way we want it. Laughterheels.org and go follow me on Twitter, the Love Master. I want to see some followers from this, so I know this was worth it. Yes, through the list. we do too. And be cut yeah. off by technical difficulty. <laughs> Where are you, you're performing tonight at the Ice House, right? Oh, everybody go to the Ice yeah, House tonight. Oh, That's yeah. That's going to be a great yeah, show, 8 o'clock tonight. And, um, I'm Craig Shue on Instagram, Craig Shue, like a shoe and a Craig. All right? Follow him. Awesome. So there you go. And, uh, Craig, we can't wait to uh, see you again. And uh, this has uh, been such a joy. And just remember, Craig, one day you're going to laugh back, at this. You're going to look back on this and, <laughs> and laugh one day. Okay? Right. Hey, right. Let, let, let's, get, let's get together for a double date. We would love it. We laugh. would love it. Leave the kids at home. We're going to have right. a great time. Okay. Thanks, Thanks Craig. everybody. And thank you for see listening. You we'll see you. See you next week on Done Being Single.